do you think you're looking at? I'm new here. I don't care where you are. You think you're just sleep here? Real estate. Cost you $500. Don't have any money. Oh, you don't have any money. Well, that's okay. You can punk. Excuse me? <laughs> you get that on your hands and knees. And you pay. Just like any other cherry. I don't think so. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 10th episode of the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, this is Ty. How's it going, everyone? And today we are going to be talking about a certain Jean-Claude Van Damme and um, some of our favorites, maybe some of our least favorites. And we have a special guest. We have Mitch Lovell, the video vacuum. Hi, Mitch. Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome. Happy anytime. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh, you know taking up our request to being on the pod. Very cool. I'm excited. Great. All right, so we came up with some of our favorites uh, for Van Dam, and um, you know maybe a couple of his hmm, duds, less, perhaps yeah, lesser known or less. Uh, less best that's not really a word <laughs> yes well yes less best and um we'll do a loose kind of you know uh five movies but then you know we might uh, expand that a little um and you know this isn't going to be some you know deep biography of van damme's life even though we might get into that on a future podcast but for today we're just going to talk about some movies we like and yeah, uh, discuss them a little bit cool so yeah, hi Definitely. Oh, sorry. You want you want to start first, Mitch? Go right ahead. Oh yeah. Um. Well, if we're gonna uh, start with the best, um, I, I guess coming in at right uh, number five for me would be uh, Time. And I think what I like about Time Cop is that like uh, Van Dam was at that point where if you got him a good script, a good director, uh, a a script that maybe that you know maybe somebody like even like Keanu Reeves could have done uh, that okay. wasn't so much reliant on just him doing a split or <laughs> although that's right. kind of probably my favorite split of his whole career in that movie uh, the but, kitchen right <laughs> oh yes the, I, I mean I I think for me you know that that was kind of like a turning point for him where he could take these movies that just weren't vehicles for him. And, uh, you know, and, you know, it really started off the whole comic book boom because, you know, uh, it was a Dark Horse comic and, um, you know, they were still kind of figuring out how to do those correctly. And, you know, definitely of the like the pre-Blade movies, I think that's definitely one of the better ones. Oh, uh, degree more. Uh, and uh, have you seen the sequel, Time Cop 2? The Berlin decision. I, I did with... Uh, Jason Scott Lee, right? Yeah, Jason Scott Lee and Thomas Ian Griffith. 
Yes, yes, all the three names are in that one. They, <laughs> right. Two guys with three names to, to make up for the one guy with four names. <laughs> that's a you great observation. Names, that's, that's a good point. I never I mean, thought yeah, of that. For, you know, DTV sequels, it, it, it wasn't bad at all. It's a great um, idea for, and there was a show too. There was a TV show of Time Cop, I think, a long time ago, like late 90s. I don't know if you ever saw that. No, I didn't see that. No. I think Bruce Campbell was either. on episode. I don't really remember. I think just, you know they time traveled. You know, what, what during the you know uh, you know villain of the week, time travel of the week. You know, it's like now it's like quantum leap. <laughs> oh, I see. And who played the time cop? I will have to get back to you on that one. Oh, you don't even know? <laughs> not on the top of my head. Sorry. Well, I mean that's not really you know a criticism of you. I was more saying you don't. They couldn't have been that memorable if you don't remember who was in the Van Damme role. I do not. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Well, Ty, well, while we're talking to you, Ty, what is your number five? We know what's really funny. I guess it would be Time Cop. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was Time Cop. Um, yeah, I think um, now that was directed by Peter Hyams, correct? Yes, it was. Yes. And as you know, I'm a big fan of John Hyams, his son, and um i don't know if this is on your list i don't i don't think it is but i do think that universal soldier regeneration which i never get tired of talking about um <laughs> you know van damme's in that as is dolph and i i we said this on what is it uh the, is it called the jacked up uh like the podcast? Jacked up review podcast i mean uh, what's the name cameron sullivan or just on his pod yeah we were talking week. about yeah, so was I, not too long ago oh, how'd that go for you that went well Oh, yeah, it went, it went very well. He actually was very complimentary of you guys, too. He said oh. that, uh, made the comment that if if you're on the IMDb internet, uh, the external reviews uh, page, and you see comeuppance reviews, you see DTV uh, connoisseur, and you see video vacuum, you're on the same page, you know you're in the right movie. Yeah, that's, nice. <laughs> that's nice. That's great. I love when I see your reviews, by the way. You just reviewed The Rage a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, with Alamas. Uh, yeah, Alamas. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I just rewatched it well last year. <laughs> and Busey, right? <laughs> Busey and, and Roy Scheider. Yeah. Didn't they have a fight? Yeah, Busey Roy Scheider. And, yeah. Roy Scheider, no, Alamas um, and Scheider. <laughs> but uh, not to get too uh, off the track. But so, yeah, so there's a family lineage. You have Peter Hyams directing Van Damme Time Cop. You have John Hyams directing him in uh, Universal Soldier Regeneration, which. As I was saying when we were t- when we were on Cameron's podcast, I was just praising it to the heavens because I just think it's a just a fantastic movie. Um, so there's a certain lineage there that I think is worth mentioning. What do you think? That do you like that one? Um, I, I I think I like uh, Day of Reckoning uh, a little bit better than I, I like Regeneration because I think the way that they were able to kind of wrangled the storylines together where you know kind of regeneration kind of felt like it was kind of piecemeal together whereas day of, mm. uh day of reckoning was kind of just like a a non-stop actioner it was i like day of reckoning more too because interesting have the, well i like that there's the a difference best, of opinion yeah because it also has the greatest tag one of my one of my favorite <laughs> taglines for day of reckoning under their own command so, <laughs> yeah, no, awesome. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I love Dave Reckoning as well, but for me, Regeneration has a certain edge only because I think Andre Orlovsky is such a like frightening villain, and 
as a fan of slasher movies and horror movies, it's almost a horror movie in that sense. It follows almost the same trajectory as a horror movie. And it just, I just think it's just very well done. And the, uh, well, even Van Damme's appearance, he kind of looks like Jason in it with the bald head. Oh and the green yeah. Chair. And the white, the white face, the white clown makeup mm-hmm. face. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah. A good observation there as well. Um, all right, so you both had Time Cop um, yes. as your number five. So what's your number four? Ooh, Mitch or me? Um, <clears throat> Mitch, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, it would be Hard Target. And oh. I, I, hmm. I think uh, Hard Target for me, uh, you know, again, with Time Cop, is kind of like goes, you know, together pretty well because they're both produced by Sam Raimi, who I think had a good sense of how to uh, get Van Damme paired up with these uh, very good directors, and uh, you know you can't get any better than John Woo. And oh, uh, it was, I, I mean, it, it was a little watered down because it was, he was working in the Hollywood system. But I mean, it's got Wilford Brimley on the horse, uh, blowing <laughs> yes. up houses. It's got <laughs> uh, him punching snakes, riding motorcycles with his feet, and it has probably the best line of his career when they ask him. How'd you get a name like Chance? (laughs) Number four for me. It's funny because I'm just going to say that was number one for Oh, spoiler. (laughs) It's a spoiler. (laughs) All those things you just mentioned, that's why it's number one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's interesting. We're talking about the, like a comic booky type style. You know, we were talking about Dark Horse comics and Sam Raimi is, I think it's fair to say is, has a very graphic novel or comic book esque style to his filmmaking. And obviously he did this Spider-Man, but even before that, yeah. So I definitely think there is a observation to be made there as well. Um, I'll go right. I I know I spoiled number one. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What's your number four? Sudden death. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, It's a great die hard kind of knockoff kind of movie, but, in an ice rink, and he fights that uh, uh, <laughs> that penguin mascot. Yes. <laughs> did he laughing. kill someone with a what is it? A chicken bone or? Yes, that's also. Yeah. I think that's the same person, the same mascot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, very um, uh, not a great way to go. But, um, yeah, it's just that visual of Van Damme doing his classic high kicks, beating up a penguin mascot. It's, it's brilliant. <laughs> and you have Powers Booth. Yes. yes. I have. I got the sudden death, uh, my tape signed by Powers Booth. Oh, uh, nice. Before he passed away. So it, it's really, I have it. It's my prize collecting. My <laughs> so, that's, so it's a personal thing for, the, for yeah, you. It is. So. I've, now, roundtable uh, discussion. Do you, do you think it would, a better title would have been "Sudden Death Overtime," or do you think <laughs> "Sudden Death" is just as a better title? Oh, well, if they've done a, a sequel, then yes, definitely. Sudden Death. Oh yeah. And overtime. Yeah, it's perfect for a sequel. Yeah, Sudden Death's perfect. <laughs> Van Damme title. I don't play. Yeah, it I is. Sudden Death. Because. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because it ties in, obviously, the whole sports analogy with suddenly dying. So it, it works very well. Um, <laughs> it's a great uh, kind of helicopter. Well, I guess people hopefully people have seen these movies. We're not spoiling them too much, but you've had you've had your chance. Well, and if, <laughs> okay, if you're gonna see something spoilerific, you could just take the earbuds out of your ears for a few seconds. Oh, okay. But um, I mean, you know, the 
the ending uh, for Powers Booth is pretty cool. The helicopter goes through the uh, the dome. <laughs> um, similar in a certain way to, I think you can compare it to um, Command Performance. Yes, you know, very much so. Instead of Ice Rink, it's like a rock concert. And there's like a bad guy in an upper deck kind of thing. <laughs> they're always in an upper deck. That's how they're evil. Well. <laughs> um and uh was there one more thing i was going to say about this oh yeah was there a movie we saw recently like a dtv movie that borrowed footage from sudden death uh well we watched detonator that was a while ago with elizabeth berkeley and uh who was the other guy randall battenkoff yeah randall battenkoff they steal all this footage from sudden death have you seen that match or not i have not seen that no i know jim lenorski does that (laughs) Same thing. He'll take. I think he took uh, scenes from Maximum Risk from for one of his movies, maybe Militia. I'm not sure. Oh, but he he does that a lot too. Oh yeah. It's, it's funny you name a bunch of things footage. with uh, Treat Williams and. Um, oh, Gale Force is a great example. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. that one? He steals footage from Last Action Hero and that's, it matches it so close, so close. I know. Well, and Treat Williams is wearing like a red T-shirt with a brown bomber jacket to match yeah. Arnold. Yes. Oh, there's um, a really funny one. A blaze. Did you ever see oh, that yeah. one? Where they try to match the footage from striking distance, but you know, Ice T is not John Mahoney. So it's <laughs> and, says and you. also they used the, the footage from uh, City on Fire, which was like from the seventies. Yes. <laughs> and it's like it looks so ridiculous. You know, they put the, the blanket over somebody and then they walk out and then all of a sudden it's 1979. <laughs> that would be almost a funny idea if they did that. If they actually went through with that, like some sort of time travel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what they were going for. <laughs> um, but uh, and also I, I have to mention Rangers because Rangers has a well, a range of different footage to kind of stitched into it. Invasion. And I think Wynorski was involved in that. Yeah. yeah. Invasion of the USA um, is the um, the most egregious one, I guess. <laughs> well, because everyone knows what Invasion of the USA looks like. Because the thing is, if you're a fan of action movies and you're watching these DTV movies, you've probably seen the movies they're taking the footage from. <laughs> so I don't know who they're trying to fool. Or like Red Heat. I think we've seen that bus chase five different times besides yes. Red Heat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, Mitch, what's your number three? Was it three or four? Wait, oh, I, I, I lost count now. I think we're on three. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three for me would be Kickboxer Vengeance. Oh. And and I, I, I really love this one because it's it's the way to do a remake right. Like, when you look at, like, Kit Carter, they brought back Michael Caine for the remake from the original. And, like, Kate Fear, they brought back uh, Robert, Robert Mitchell, Mitchell and Gregory mm-hmm. Peck. So you know you add Van Damme to to those lineup of uh, great stars that kind of you know they pass the baton and say you know to the next generation say here you know go make your movie and he for me it's it's one of those like you know turning points for Van Damme where he's he's an actor now. And you really see that in his performance. He's like very, very like idiosyncratic. Like he never takes the sunglasses off. He's kind of like soft spoken. And you know, when you compare that to like you know 
early in his career where he was more stoic. I, I, I like seeing that progression as an actor. And, uh, and, and they also did a great job of honoring the original while doing uh, their own thing as well. Interesting. Go ahead, bro. I was just going to ask Ty what you thought of, of that. You know what? I don't think we've I've seen those new kickboxer movies. <laughs> Not well, yet. Yes, I was gonna say I haven't seen that, so I can't comment. But that makes it sound really awesome. So now we have to watch them. Yeah, I mean he, I and and then uh, Retaliation, which isn't as good. But you know Mike Tyson's in that, right? <laughs> and Mike, I, well, yeah, it's it's Mike Tyson and and uh, I, I won't spoil what happens to, to okay. Van Damme, but. It, it's something that takes that performance to another level and, the, and that character to another level. And, and I won't even spoil the, uh, uh, the, the introduction of Van Damme in uh, Vengeance because he has one of the best introduction scenes, uh, you know, of, of his career. And it's just like one of those fist pumping moments. Like I said, if you're, I, I know you guys are fans of the original. It, it does a really great job of honoring what came before. While that still good. kind of doing, doing its own thing. That, that sounds really good. I, you've definitely piqued my interest. Yeah, definitely interested. And, and Dave, Bautista, uh, Dave Bautista is Tong Po, so it's just perfect. <laughs> oh, uh, perfect casting. casting. That's interesting casting. Um, so, Ty, what's your number yeah. three? Double Impact. Nice. Yeah. Now, this is one of several movies where there are two Van Dams. There's so many. Well, yeah, I think oh, you can name them. Double Impact, Replicant, Maximum Risk. Is there one more? Um, well, I Tom feel like Tom, we are forgetting one. I'm sorry, what, what's Tom that one? Top, there's two of them because they're oh, in that's two, right. like, uh, time different uh, timelines. Yeah, that's right, right. You can't mix them together. Or you turn into a gelatinous blob like uh, Ron yes. Silver does. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think during that period in Van Damme's career, like, there has to be two of me. Of course, that was terrible. But um, I don't play. They must have two of me in every scene. <laughs> but um, so sorry, Ty. Go on. Uh, well, what Double Impact is a classic movie. I mean, you can't go wrong. It's the first of the two Van Dams. So, and it. I just got the Blu-ray. Did you pick that up, Mitch? No, I haven't. It has 50 just, minutes of deleted scenes and oh tons of features. So I haven't watched it yet, but because it will take all day to watch the movie again and all the features, mm-hmm. but I want to get to that because I got to see these uh these new scenes. But yeah, it seems like, that, was that MVD released Yeah, that? MVD Rewind. Yeah, they, they put a lot of time and care into this release. So I think anyone who's, I don't have it, but Ty has it. And I think anyone who is interested in double impact would be advised to uh, pick up that release. On the double. Oh, (laughs) 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 you know, you're at home when you're making puns uh, here. We all appreciate that. Make all the puns you want. We love it. Uh, Yeah. This is definitely a pun friendly zone. Um, Without punishment. (laughs) <laughs> right, don't take going. it too far no no just kidding um okay so it was ty was there more you wanted to say about double impact or um... no, i mean there's uh right now i'm, I'm blanking on it. bolo you, get, you gotta love bolo in the movie oh yeah yeah it's always nice yeah. to see bolo and there's a pretty exciting um thing on like a, a boat or like a not a pirate ship but like an old time ship old timey ship maybe some boxes fall on things i won't say who 
but it's just <laughs> I spoiled enough in other uh, movies. Uh, um, we have. Oh no! Is, is there some no, Nick, was there it. something you wanted to say about uh, Double Impact? Yes, nope. that's uh, a, definitely a classic Van Damage. So. Mm. Uh, well, uh, Mitch, did you have any thoughts on Double Impact? Um, I mean it. You know, I. It's one of, I, I wouldn't say middle of the road, but it's kind of further up the road than the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it definitely kind of, it's one of those movies that if it's on, I, I'll watch it. And it's it's whatever, I think whatever qualms I had with it back when it first came out, I don't even think about it anymore. I'm just like waiting for Van Damme's hairstyle and shirt to change and trying to figure <laughs> out how they got him in the same place at the same time. Because that's uh, a classic video store movie. By the way, yeah, like, you oh, are definitely. Like, well, I think one of the Van Dams is a, is a little more of a preppy than the other one. Right, one's oh, like, yeah. not a nerd, but yeah, I mean, one of them has like a pink polo shirt, possibly with the collar turned up. Yeah, he's more like John Claude, gosh darn, you know. It's yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little perfect. watered down. <laughs> yeah, that's really very yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna start using that now. <laughs> I mean, now might be a good time to mention how a friend of ours, and hopefully he'll be listening to this, if not now, but someday, but he, I guess he wasn't very big on Van Damme, and he used to call him Van Dumb. I know, <laughs> was Ty sometimes still calls him. I call him that just, you know, to sneak it in, but I love Van Damme. So it's yeah, Van we Dumb. all love him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so I believe we're on our number two. So, Mitch, yes. what is your number two? Uh, number two for me would be No Retreat, No Surrender. Ah, good one. It's a good one. And it it might be a little bit outside of the box because it's not a vehicle for him, but I really introduced him uh, to a wide audience, at least, you know, a video store audience. And, you know, even though he's playing basically kind of like a watered-down Ivan Drago that kicks, uh, (laughs) the movie itself, I I mean, it's just the perfect time capsule of, Breakdancing, 80s fashions, <laughs> exploitation, characters that gratuitously say the title again and again. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just one of those movies where, you know, like when my video store was going out of business, that was one of the titles I had to buy, just had to own because that was like, I had su- such fond memories of renting that one. And right. uh, it, it, it's a classic cheese, but it's. It, it just it it speaks to me in, in in the way that few movies do. And I just want to say I'm completely on board with everything you just said. You know the the 80s time capsule aspect of it definitely appeals to me. I mean I'm sure you know that you know if you read the site, that's a lot of what I love about m- movies in general of any genre. Um, and so yeah, No Retreat, No Surrender definitely captures that awesome time, uh, Seattle karate and uh, all that. Uh, was that Kurt but, McKinney, uh, Ty, right? oh, sorry, Ty, say that again. Kurt McKinney. Kurt McKinney. Well, yes. let's, not, let's, let's talk about the classic bit with you know his name is Ivan the Russian, right? <laughs> but then at the credits, his name is Carl Bresden. <laughs> yes, I, he had, I, I don't know how that came about, but he has two names in the movie. Well, obviously they just saw the trailer for Rocky Four. They're like, let's call him Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> Forget Carl. <laughs> and, 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 and they, I think they make it a point to call him Ivan the Russian. Yes. Um, so as if it wasn't completely clear. Um, yeah. 
It's like if we called you Brett the American. Brett <laughs> <laughs> the American. I, I'm going to demand that you call me that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love Mitch the Amer- Hey, Mitch the American. That's uh, that's your name. So that narrows it down. Changing the site name tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I believe there's about 327 million Americans. Um, yeah. So, you know, this that, is narrows it down. Well, <laughs> that's almost a tagline. This is one of them. This is one of them. It's like Cedric um, the Entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's an entertainer. Because yeah, there's no like. You know, Brett the Entertainer wants to keep saying your name, but or Mitch the Entertainer, and then or, we all I mean, another right stand-up now. comedian. Like no one said like George Carlin the Entertainer. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of implied. I know this is off track, but I saw about five minutes of the Honeymooners movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, it's a movie. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a movie. I'm sure you're very happy they made. It's very dumb. I don't know if you've ever seen the Honeymooners the movie. <laughs> I can't say that I have, but I don't know. did I've you seen see the that? Show. One? I haven't seen the movie. It's it's Cedric the Entertainer and Mike Epps and they're just they're acting all wacky and they're out of control because they have to buy a train or something. <laughs> That's Sounds the plot. Great. They have to buy a train. Because they want to uh, move up to the the east you know, the you know, it's kinda like the Jeffersons. You know. <laughs> but it's not that exciting. But uh, sorry about that for that. <laughs> well, let's quick, quickly move on to your number okay. two, Ty. Okay. So I have blood sport. Oh. Nice. Uh, Kumate. Kumate. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, Mitch, oh, okay. uh, what's. No, no, what's. All right. <laughs> okay. I what, can uh, there. what more did you want to say about blood sport? Well, it's, and I love blood sport. <laughs> it's just one of well, we all do. The great song. You got Frank Ducks. What's I now? What's his name? Not Tong Po, because that's kickboxer. Oh, um, Song Lee. Uh, oh. oh, you're talking about the bad guy. I was trying. I was thinking of um, his kind of his buddy. Um, uh, Don Gibb. Yeah. Yes, Donald Gibb. Yes, I, yeah. he's great in the movie. I love Donald Gibb in the movie. Um, um is it was it Chong Lee, Mitch? <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I can't for the life of me think of it because I, I have, I have that condition where it's, it's where you, uh, it's like the, the dyslexia, but like when you confuse Bloodsport and Kickboxer, and I always think <laughs> of the one and the other, and then I'm like, no, no, that's not right, and then I got to center myself and just think, I was like, well, which one is the one where he shakes his butt? Okay, that's Kickboxer, <laughs> and then, and then I start piecing it together. <laughs> Well, you know, I have the same thing with Breakin and um, that other one where he dances. You know, uh, was that kick, was that Bloodsport where he does the dance in the bar? Yeah, and is he wearing a wrestling singlet in that one too, or is it just Breakin? I think we all wish he was, but I mean, like, <laughs> but he's only wearing it in Breakin, I think. Yeah, and it is Breakin one, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. That much I know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because that's pretty hard to forget. Um, <laughs> so trying to actually steal the movie and break it. Like, who's this guy jumping? <laughs> <laughs> it's Van Damme. Well, he's showing how much he loves uh, the break-in culture. Uh, seeing as he's from Belgium, I'm sure it was huge there. Um, but uh, so, yeah, Bloodsport. That's a great pick. I mean, it. Um, 
We mentioned in, in the blood episode of our podcast that a uh, blood sport. I don't want to go too deep into it again, but it's such a classic uh, Van Dam. And I guess I could want me to mention the other thing. The other uh, pe- a certain person likes blood sport. <laughs> All right, yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay, well Donald Trump likes blood sport, Mitch. <laughs> so, well, I, I heard and, that he watches it on Air Force One, like on repeat. So yeah, oh good. I love blood sport. Okay, Mitch, you're a great guy. I love blood sport. Okay. Um, and not only does he watch Bloodsport on VHS on his airplane, but he has a specially edited version of just the fight scenes. I only watch fight scenes. Okay. Because apparently he considered the movie not fast paced enough and he didn't want to suffer <laughs> through those horrible dialogue scenes. So he had one of his aides make a special <laughs> version on VHS at the time. This isn't recently. This, so this, you know, the technology was, you know, not available to everyone. But I guess because he's rich, he was able to do this. He has a special version of Bloodsport that's just like a super cut of all the fight scenes. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think that's going to get him out of hell. But no. <laughs> that's definitely going to be taken into consideration. I, you know so what? I, I got keep, that going for you. So uh. here come the pearly gates because you like blood sport. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a, a command he must have given one of his aides. Yeah. Like, I want you to make me. A, <laughs> I, 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 I can't do it as well as you. I want you to make me a special blood sport. Okay. Not blood sport two. Not blood sport three. Blood sport one. Okay. <laughs> I really like Van Damme. Okay, Mitch Level. Well, like some, someone wanted to give him a copy of was it? Is, is, it, is it, Michael, it Michael or is it, it Phenomenon? It was, it was Michael. Like I don't like Michael the Angel. Very boring. Oh, <laughs> I need to watch that. Yes. Yes. And Donald Trump is on record as saying the movie Michael is boring, and he'd rather watch Bloodsport. <laughs> I know we talked about this before, but I can't stop because it's such a funny story. <laughs> and Reagan loved Cobra, so you know. Well. Don't we all? <laughs> exactly, and he watched Cobra in the White House. There are some things that unite us all that you know that crosses political boundaries. So yes, <laughs> I couldn't Love agree more. Reagan or Trump, they've seen some great movies in their Air in their Air Force One to their theaters. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, as, as another Republican president, I uh, have to mention that George W. Bush's favorite actor is Chuck Norris. Yeah, and that's that he's on record as saying that I'm not making that up. Yeah. Well. I mean, I can't argue with that. I mean, you know, <laughs> all the Chuck Norris stories I've heard over the years, I'm not going to dispute it. <laughs> all of those are true. I know the Chuck Norris facts are all true. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, number one, let's keep talking about uh, Blood Sports. <laughs> Chuck Norris. We can do this again with Chuck Norris, you know, with, with our favorite Chucks. You want to come oh, back absolutely. again for Chuck Norris? So, oh, yeah, we'll do that uh, soon. Um. Okay, so I believe we're at our number ones. Oh, that was fast. And, uh, was. Well, well, we'll do some honorable mentions, and maybe we'll do some not-so-hot Van Dams. But, uh, Mitch, one? what's your number one? Okay. Uh, number one for me would be, again, like part, uh, like like number two with uh, No Retreat, No Surrender, I Gotta Go Expendables 2. Because, oh, again, oh, I, I love seeing Van Damme play the villain. That's one. But also, like, Kickboxer, uh, Vengeance. I love this new uh, era of Van Damme that we're getting. That These, like, very kind of, like, idiosyncratic performances where, uh, you know, uh, in, in a movie with that much testosterone, it would have been very easy to come in and just be like this. And, you know, kind of like. <laughs> That's good. Good to <laughs> Yeah, like 
you know, you, you've got to approach it in a different way. And and Van Damme's performance in that movie is just like, you know, when he's just like, you know, um, uh, you know, prancing his fingertips together while he's like telling Scott Atkins his plan. And he's just like, you know, there's just like that joy of his performance there. And then, of course, he goes on and has you know one of the best fight scenes with uh, Stallone, uh, the 21st century. Uh, you know, all, all that, you know, and, you know, of course, the, the great moment bet- between uh, Arnold and Chuck Norris and uh, Bruce Willis and Sly, where they're like elbow to elbow, just like blowing yes. away the scum of the universe. <laughs> I love I that mean, part. That's, but but apart from that, just just even as a Van Damme movie, his performance alone is probably my favorite. So I got to go Expendable still. That's Excellent a pick. A great choice. And what's great about that Stallone Van Damme fight, like you know, people overuse the word epic, but that really mm-hmm. is. <laughs> you well, I mean, I think he lives up to what people might have been expecting you know if you think hey there's going to be a movie that comes to the movie theater not direct to video where stallone and van damme have a fight i think expectations reasonably enough are fairly high and from what i remember it delivered it delivered the goods i love you know what he says uh, i want my money's worth And of course, and the classic. Uh, go ahead, Brad. No, no, that. sorry. I just, I just have to mention that he's the villain in the movie, and his name is Villain. <laughs> yes. You know, and, not too and subtle, you know. When they do part four. He could, uh, yeah, he was John Villain in that, and you know, part four, he could be the uh, uh, the identical twin, keeping up the identical <laughs> twin theme, and but he's a good guy, and his name is Claude Harrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is that perfect, I think he would jump into chance because he loves doing that, as we've seen throughout his career. He likes playing that double type of role. I mean, it, it makes me want to watch Expendables 2 again. It's in my pile of movies to rewatch, but it's in a pile. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, what I love about Expendables 2 is even the mm-hmm. inanimate objects have one-liners. Like, the battering <laughs> ram has, like, knock-knock, like, written oh, yeah. on it. I mean, you know, just... <laughs> forgot about that (laughs) yeah no it's a lot of fun it's a great movie it's i mean how could you not love it i do want to mention one more thing with that fight with sly and uh, van damme it's when sly's i'm gonna man you up (laughs) (laughs) nope nope it's uh, definitely manly it's like (laughs) well and it's kind of like when he threatened to put someone in a hurt locker (laughs) But yeah, no, it's a great pick, a great movie, and oh, great pick! I that's a really good pick. Now I beat my pick, which I already said, which was Hard Target. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean Hard Target is, I think it's such a great movie, and as I was saying to Ty not long ago, that's the type of movie you could show someone who's like not really into action or just hasn't watched a lot of action movies, and you could just show that to them because it's such a great example of just a well-made completely engrossing, fun, awesome action movie. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, uh, that was a lot of people's introduction to the John Woo. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, after Van Damme did that, he brought, he was bringing over Ringo Lam, Choi Hark, all these, you know, talented uh, Asian filmmakers that were chomping at the bit to get a Hollywood gig. And... Uh, you know, I, I think that movie, not only for Van Damme, but also for Asian filmmakers, kind of opened the doors to Hollywood. 
Oh, I yes, I think that's absolutely true. And I think it's a really good mix of the Hong Kong style of filmmaking, but also a Hollywood style of filmmaking. It's a nice hybrid that's very easy to watch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, there's mm-hmm. enough, uh, you know, pyrotechnics and kind of male posturing <laughs> for you know, the Hollywood crowd, but there's also the slow-mo, the releasing of the doves, you know, all, yes. all the blue trademarks are still there. Yeah. And, you know, it's certainly possible that formula could not work. And I think in probably some other movies, it hasn't worked. But in Hard Target, it totally works. Um, And it was perfect for the time. Like when that came out in 92 or three, it was was so perfect. I mean, it just it just hit all the right notes and was just not and it and still holds up today. We watched it recently and it's just still just so much fun. I might watch it again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and again, Brimley, the action Brimley we've always yes. wanted. Um, it could have cured and, his diabetes, you know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like you said, the, riding a horse with the arrows, yeah. and it's so cool that his weapon is a bow and arrow. I mean, that, that is so awesome. You mean Brimley, right? Yeah, Brimley. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, Van Damme has all these, you know, great, not just martial arts, but survival techniques in the movie. But he also has that great backup from Brimley, who is like helping him. It, it's He's a, such a cool sidekick. Um, I think a, a good foil for Van Damme. Could have had his own movie, uh, Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> old Target. Oh, I don't know. Old Target. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um, okay, so those are honorable mentions. Yeah, do some time. Yeah, or anyone. Or do, or anyone if you want to do some honorable mentions, uh, go for it. Well, yeah, I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mitch. Uh, 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 yeah. In addition to Bloodsport and uh, you know the obvious ones that uh, I didn't mention, Kickboxer. Uh, yeah, I I really like uh, some of the the newer ones he was he's done. I think Six Bullets is a really good one. Uh, um, and Joe Flanagan, Flanagan. Joe yeah. Flanagan. Yeah. And uh, Assassination Games uh, was very good. The Shepherd, anyone where he's kind of like partnered up with Scott Atkins is always, you know, he's been kind of like his go to uh, co-star here. And I, I think he really served Atkins well. It's kind of like a springboard because now, you know, Atkins is doing his own thing now. But I, I think if it wasn't for Van Damme, uh you know, kind of propping them up for a couple features, you know. You know, so I, I always give props to all the uh, the Adkins slash Van Damme movies. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a, a baton a handing off thing going on there, definitely. Yeah, I have the Shepherd on here, too, as honorable mention, plus Wake of Death. That was almost yeah, that in the was top. a pretty one. Yeah, I that really like that another one. where he's acting. As yeah, he's really acting to, that. Uh, a star vehicle. Yeah, he was acting his heart out in that one. And it delivered the goods also. I rewatched the last year. <laughs> also, mm-hmm. Until Death. Did you like that one? That was pretty good. That was that yeah. was a solid one. And In Hell. Yeah, if you game. didn't say it, I was going to say that, In Hell. Yeah. That's a good uh, prison punch fighter type of movie. Um, and that's also... Oh, no. oh, oh, sorry, that was directed... Is that Soy Hark who directed that, or... I think it's Ringo Lamb. Oh, Ringo Lamb, sorry. And he did. Uh, oh well, knockoff should be on my honorable mention list. Double team. Well, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is the one with the counterfeit jeans? Knockoff. 
Oh, right, oh. of course, yeah, because it's a knockoff. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I have the worst Van Dams. I have actually I have six of them. <laughs> okay. You want to start? I can think of this? one. I'll see if you can say the okay. one I'm thinking. Okay. Well, for the number number five on yeah. my worst list would be uh, Blackwater. Oh yeah, uh, that's our, yeah. yeah, that's on our list. Yep. Uh, that. I mean, mostly because it was a bait and switch kind of thing. It where you look at the video box, you see Van Damme, you see Dolph. And then they keep Dolph in a prison cell for most of the movie. I mean, and, and also the, 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 yeah. the, the premise was actually intriguing, like having a CIA black site on a submarine. Like, okay, I can see that. And then they absolutely really didn't do anything with it. It was, yeah, we just thought it was a slog, kind of a boat yeah. slog. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. And I think you could file that under missed opportunity. Or subpar. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. You're you're killing it with these puns. <laughs> I just I just torpedoed it. What could I say? Uh, um, but yes, I do agree with that pick, and um, yeah, we, I think we were fairly let down by Blackwater. Um, all right, Ty, what have you got for a lesser Van Dam? I had Blackwater on here, but mm-hmm. I'll go right to uh, Legionnaire. Mm. That is one I've not seen. Well, it's not that it's a bad movie. It's just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't really do anything. It's kind of a soldier. And uh, I don't know. He's in the desert. Oh, that reminds me. There's also Desert Heat. <laughs> That's also on my list. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I kind of like that, knowing that, you know, the, the behind the scenes drama with it. So I can kind of give it a little pass, and plus Danny Trejo, but I, I guess we weren't happy with that one, right, Brad? It was just kind of yeah. Well, yeah, and about Legionnaire, I think yeah. it, like you said, it's not bad. Like if you watch it, you won't be offended by how bad it is because it's really not bad. It, it's, no, it's it's, it's well made, but you're right. It's it's too long. It's boring. It's not. It, it doesn't have the thrills that it really should have. I think they were trying to make like a longer type of Hollywood type movie for Van Damme and it just didn't really come off. Um, but um, yeah, Desert Heat. It, yeah. I know there's some interesting behind the scenes thing. It was a troubled production or, or something, but I, again, it didn't really make it, you know, it's, it, it's not all there. You, uh, what, what is uh, your next one? Uh, for me, uh, number four would be uh, Universal Soldier: The Return. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I hate that one. I just hate it. It's just... And it's 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 pretty bad when the the made for Showtime sequels with Gary Busey and Burt Reynolds are 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 better than <laughs> the official. Yeah, not a good sign. That's embarrassing. And, I mean, and honestly, it seemed like he was playing like an entirely different character. He was joking around. He had a family. He didn't really seem all upset about what happened to him in the first movie or dying in Vietnam. He just kind of, I, you know, he had a really good grief counselor, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was really I mean, bad. The was... later sequels gave him a better opportunity to kind of explore for that, but in that one, he just seemed like he was on autopilot. Well, you got the, of course, the bit of bread you're about to say what bit. I'm oh no, I was going to go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, well, I was, I'm because we're going to say the same thing. He rides Goldberg down a flight of stairs. Yeah. <sighs> no. <laughs> no. No. 
Well, that's what, you know, I think why we were saying we liked regeneration and, um, uh, the other later day of, reckoning. day of reckoning more because I think those were a direct reaction and a direct rebuke to the other uh, Universal Soldier movies and saying no these are serious minded movies and we're just going to basically sweep those out of our memories and just get rid of them and that's and I think those later Universal Soldiers are more of a reaction to those lesser immediate sequels yeah very true and what is your next? Well, I forgot what number we're on again. Um, <laughs> number. <laughs> well, I think it's your turn, Ty. So oh, it uh, is. I did. Oh, yeah. it is. Okay, then I'm going to say derailed. Oh yeah, that's the one I was thinking of before when I said we'll see if we say the same oh. one. Yeah, I was thinking derailed. Oh okay. What do you think? Yeah, train I, slog. I mean, no. Bottom ten for me. Oh, uh, because you don't care. You can see that Van Damme doesn't care. There's a bunch of CGI sparks and. <laughs> it's just, is that a new image? A yeah, it's a new image uh-huh. movie. It would, they made a lot of movies about trains, and most of them are none too exciting. What's the one about trains that we Oh, Sweepers? That had a train in it. Well, and also Death Train. Oh, Death Train, right. <laughs> it's, um, uh, and what is your next one? Uh, bad one. Besides the, uh, the I, I would... I wanted to put this at number two just for the synergy of it, but I got to put it at number three, second in command. You know, I thought that one was okay, but I can see why you don't like it because it's kind of mediocre. Yeah, it seemed like one of those where they had Van Damme for a certain amount of days. They kind of keep him in one location while there's a lot of other kind of extemporaneous action going on. And then there's like reaction shots. It doesn't quite fit with the other parts of the movie it was just it seemed like it was more cobbled together than put together well it definitely shot in bulgaria right so like you can tell that (laughs) this doesn't look good it it looked kind of junky from what i remember well that was another thing too like i'm trying to remember what what happened i'm like well if i can't even remember what happened it's got to be on the list right yeah it starts it's to go in, down the memory hole yeah yeah it's in one eye and out the other that's what like a bad movie like that is it's not really bad mediocre but um let me think i have nowhere to run next I can and that's that. mainly because of the ending right yeah the ending yeah because of the ending i don't know if you remember the ending <laughs> vaguely well, well i mean i guess we could spoil it all right, spoilers uh, ahead. So if you haven't seen it, and, and I wouldn't recommend seeing it because it's not that good. But um, if you haven't seen it, uh, fast forward for like a few seconds. Well, right, go go ahead, Dad. The, the bad guy gets arrested, which is already strike one. He doesn't get killed. He gets arrested. I hate when that happens in movies. <laughs> and then, of course, the, the kick in the ribs. Van Damme also gets arrested. It's like... <laughs> So they're putting the hero on par with the villain. They have the same fate. And well, he had nowhere to run, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, right. true. You right know, the they do let you know that right from the jump. <laughs> well, he should have escaped. Or <laughs> like something. But yeah, to equate the hero with the villain, basically saying, you know, they're all, both going to end up in the same place. That was very anticlimactic, I think. I, we were not uh, happy when we saw that. Go ahead, Mitch. Yeah, well, I, I was just going to say, I, I saw it probably opening night in, oh. you know, I was in high school. And <laughs> I, like, like I saw it, and I, I think I enjoyed it. But like I said, like, 
it's just kind of I, I remember Rosanna Arquette and I remember you know the big line in the trailer where he, he's like he's like you're gonna be dealing with me he's like I look forward to it I was like okay <laughs> you know, like, I, but the, the specifics of I, I know it's basically Shane at, right you know, modern day Shane but I guess the alternative with uh you know Shane's you know he died so. I guess maybe having him arrested was a little bit more hopeful. I think um, you watch, you know, Bloodsport and it had a satisfying ending and then you get to a nowhere to run. It's like, ah, oh, nuts. It's like, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, yeah, they were trying to do something different and the movie isn't without some merits. I mean, it's well made and it, it's the acting is good. I mean, Roseanne Arquette's good and there's good things about it, but it kind of has an unsatisfying conclusion. Well, I have Universal Soldier Return as number one. Oh, are you at number one? Uh, I, I think so. I think I'm on two. Oh, you're on oh two. okay. Oh. What's your number two? What's number two? My number two would be Swelter. Swelter. We haven't seen that one. but I haven't seen that. Don't. No. don't. It's, 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 <laughs> it's like a, a, a Tarantino oh. knockoff. Oh. And, and it's like a... Yeah, I wanted to like it because it's in that that mold of Reindeer Games and 3,000 Miles to Graceland where they rob a place and they're all dressed as a certain, uh, you know, disguise. And this one, they all dress up as Rat Packers. And that that, kind of sounds like it would be good, but they didn't really populate the the rest of the cast with good actors. So it's mostly just Van Damme kind of doing a tweaked performance with no real action, mm. and it's just and it's and it's dull and it's and it just kind of sits there. So that would be my number oh. two. And is Van Damme one of the Rat Packers? Yeah, and I can't again. I can't for the life of me remember which one he dressed up as. I want to say Dean Martin, but I can't. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> okay, so I was going to ask. Dean. If I was the movie, I would make him be Dean Martin, but. Uh. Yeah. Was it not not Sammy Davis Jr.? (laughs) I don't think he'd be good at Sinatra either. Yeah, this was 2014. This wasn't 1989. (laughs) Right. We'll we'll skip it. We'll definitely. Yeah, that sounds like one to avoid. Watch the kick. Unless unless you gotta absolutely see every one that he's made so far. Mm. Well, I'm willing to skip. <laughs> All right. So Ty, what do you got? I have the hardcore as number two. No. You back like an aerial threat. Right? Yeah, that's the song at the at the end of the credits. If you remember, if you saw that one mentioned, if you remember. That's the uh, Vivica A. Fox. Yeah, Vivica A. Fox. Yeah, well, that that was probably skating in at like six or seven for me. <laughs> something about first off, it dragged. It's it's two hours long, so. And there's strike one, strike one yeah. right there. All action movies, for the most part, should be 90 minutes or less. That's right. <laughs> uh, unless otherwise noted. And then um, there's a kind of minimal action from when I watched the re- I rewatched it for this podcast because like, oh yeah the hardcore, and it wasn't good. It just wasn't good. There was a boxing match that was okay, and then everybody else was just annoying. We <laughs> so, had a great um, rap song. It's like we're we're back at the hardcore, back like an aerial threat. I can't really rap yet, but <laughs> but there isn't a lot of aerial action in the movie, is zero. there? There's zero aerial action. Mm, okay. Um, Done. 
So, um, and was there anything else that anyone wanted to say about the hardcore? No. <laughs> I think the people that made the hardcore don't want to say anything about the hardcore. <laughs> I remember like they had the title yeah, pun, and then they forgot to make a movie around it. it uh, the title is cool. I remember when it was coming out, like, oh, right, the hardcore. I got to rent it at Blockbuster. I'm really excited. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, nuts again. It was just <laughs> and also, um, not to be too much of a stickler, but uh, the um, that title was used once before for a Contra game for Genesis, I believe. It was oh, yeah. called Contra the Hardcore, spelled that well, way. I remember when I worked at a video store and people would – Asked me for it, they would say, "Do you have the hard corpse?" And I was like, "That's an entirely different thing." <laughs> oh, well, I'm happy you worked at a video store because we also did too. You have to come back for video store memories. Yeah, because we're, oh, we're doing this, you know, our video store memories and getting people on the podcast just to talk about that. So we definitely want to have you back for that. Awesome, I, I would love to do it. Oh, awesome! Well, let's set it up very. So we got Chuck Norris for you and video store memories. You're going to be all on right, the so pod like all the time. two episodes right there. <laughs> You're now on the pod all the time. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> so, number one, or number one? Uh, or, well, my uh, number one's probably going to be unpopular, and uh, okay. you might not ask me to come back when I say it. But, oh, no. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, this, is a free, uh, yeah. this is a free speech zone when it comes yeah. to uh, differing <laughs> opinions. Yeah, no I, judgment zone like that, that gym. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, I got to go cyborg. Well, no, no, no we, we support that uh, decision. Okay, <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, uh, Pi, uh, is it Pyan Pyong? Yeah, however you want to say it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, that that just kind of embodies all his worst tendencies. Uh, it's too dark. It it's confusing. The action's poorly shot. Uh, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that everybody's named after guitars, I don't think anybody <laughs> would even remember it. Uh, yes, we all love Gibson and Rickenbacker. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then you get the Fender, and then and then you got to be like a uh, musical one on one appreciation guy to, to even know anymore after that. And I, I mean, I will say, I mean, the one the one thing I will say is the director's cut that he issued a. a been a, more than a few years now that that's a better film it's a more coherent film I, it mm-hmm. would still probably be in my bottom 10 but i mean that's like one of those movies that was one of the first ones of his that i saw and i was like i don't know about this van damme guy mm-hmm. and then when i saw blood sport and kickboxer i'm like okay he's cool now he just had to get cyborg out of his system mm-hmm. and that's saying something that you know about how misguided, let's say, the direction is. If Albert Pun or however you say his name can actually almost put you off Van Dam, you know, almost detract that's, from that's, Van Dam. That's brutal because he's. We try to avoid his movies for the most part. <laughs> we just saw, even though we've we seen posted, some, and it's yeah. not it's not pretty. We just posted Blast. Did you see that one? Or, uh, not Dale Midkiff. Um, or is it Dale McKiff? Well, it has, it has Rutger Hauer. Rutger mm-hmm. Hauer and uh, Andrew Devoff. Mm, it's, I, it's a diehard knockoff. Yeah. I, I just like, recently saw uh, Radioactive Dreams, and that was that that was painful. Never saw that one. Was that Dudikoff? Yeah, Dudikoff doing a Jerry Lewis impression. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep um, skipping it. 
Yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> it's weird because he Go started ahead. out like, you know, for somebody whose first film was Sword and the Sorcerer, one of the best Conan, probably the best Conan ripoff, if you don't count Deathstalker. And then to go downhill so quickly after that. But, yeah, I can't really knock him because he, he's commented on my site uh, numerous times. And even though I kind of bashed the movie, he's he's been a, a, a A-OK guy and very supportive. And so, uh, you know, that, that's my one thing I will say, you know. Uh, and he actually, you know, uh, like him, Winorski, you know, a few of those guys, have, that I don't know if you guys experienced this, but... When they reach out to you and they, you know, kind of support what you're doing, even though they, you know, you kind of trash their movie, it's always kind of, it's a nice thing. Well, that's, yeah, we've had that with Cyborg. We've, he, with him, and actually, the movie he commented on on our site was Cyborg. Oh, wow. We haven't gotten Winorski yet. <laughs> we haven't gotten Winorski, but, you know, Albert uh, said, like, oh, you sure gave me my comeuppance or something like that. Yeah, he said, yow, or something like that. Um, which obviously is not the point of our site. I, you know, I, I worry that people will think that it's all about like trashing movies, which obviously it's not, but, um, yeah. So he commented on cyborg and, um, have you seen any of the cyborg sequels? Yeah. And they're, they're not bad for what they are. Cause they're, you get more into like a, into like a cyberpunk kind of more element, uh, to those. And, uh, I mean, Jack Palance alone uh, <laughs> kind of saved part two. And then you, it's always fun to see, like, you know, Angelina Jolie when she wasn't Angelina Jolie quite yet. And, and even right. the third it's one's got, like, one. Malcolm McDowell and Zach Galligan. I mean, those yeah, two guys one, in the right? movie, I'll watch that. So I, I can watch <laughs> the third one, but I haven't watched it yet. Is it at least, it's, well, it's probably better than the first one. It, it's it, it's middle of the road. I mean, like mm. like I said, it's got Zach Galligan and, and Malcolm McDowell, and I'm like, are, you've got my whatever <laughs> two ninety nine streaming service, whatever. <laughs> well, Cyborg Two is is Angelina Jolie's best work. So oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of Hackers and Foxfire. I don't know the I don't know her other ones. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, salt, fine. Salt is good. But uh, Jack Palance, most of his role is. Like his mouth, like a close up of his mouth on a screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my memory anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, Cyborg. Yeah, number one, oh. I, well, I, we mentioned this before, but I have Universal Soldier The Return. Ah, uh, yeah. So we already talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we. And, and it manages it, to waste Michael J. White, too. So yes. It's, like, ah. it, it's such a disappointment. Yeah, so it, they, uh, they, yeah. Uh, they rectify it. 10 plus years later. (laughs) Well, yeah, it does have that feel of, you know, Universal Soldier was a hit. Let's rush this and get it out there regardless of the quality. Um, I'm fresh out of Van Damme. Um, Anything else you want to say about Van Damme, Brett? uh, I'm a fan. (laughs) Uh, But... (laughs) Uh, many influence such great people as James Bennett from uh, um, Fatal Deviation. Oh, you got to see Fatal Deviation, Mitch, if you haven't seen that yet. Oh, I haven't. It's, a really, it's on YouTube. It's, it's, it's on YouTube. It's kind of a – how do you explain this one? <laughs> I can explain it. It's it's like a homemade Irish version of The Quest. 
So if you can imagine the quest done with zero budget in Ireland, um, okay. but with a lot of heart and that's because it's like, it turns into like a tournament fighting movie basically towards the end, but it's, it's very homegrown and it actually has a lot of charm to it. Um, but sure J- Jimmy watched, Bennett, the, uh, I'm sorry, what was that? I was going to say, uh, I'm sure I've watched worse for less. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you, I'm sure. I think you'll, and it's short and, I, I think you would at least appreciate it. And, um, uh, and I think the main guy from a Jimmy Bennett said like, he's very influenced by, by Van Damme. And I think there's some, there's some scenes in the movie where there's some Van Damme posters on the wall, if I remember correctly. And some kind of recreations of Van Damme scenes. Oh, very like, cool. Uh, <laughs> like a certain hard target jumping on the motorcycle. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. And so that's like, you can see the influence of Van Damme. So that's kind of like, you know, worthy of mention that they got that out there. It's it's this close from to like a home movie. I mean, it's very close to that, but you, you definitely see the love they have for Van Damme in, in that. Well, I I think too. I mean, I I admire like his attempt when he did JCVD to kind of you know look at his career kind of like that, like you know reflectively. Though it didn't really quite work, and I. He's one of those guys where, like, I think now, I, he's not at that point where, where Dolph, like, like Dolph, where he makes five, five or six movies a year. But I think, you know, as long as he's happy and he's making money, because I mean, he he also makes like weird French comedies and TV shows, and he's, you know, I I think as long as he keeps making them, I'll keep watching them. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, and I totally agree. It, it, and it certainly hasn't stopped other actors of his generation who are still making direct-to-video action movies. And however old they are, it, it, it hasn't seemed to slow slowed them down at all. So not at all. Um, so yeah, that's good. Now, was was there going to be a like a reality show on Amazon? Oh no, that was a show. It was what John was that? Band. Johnson? I didn't watch it. Did you see that, Mitch, on Amazon Prime? I it's in my queue, and <laughs> I I haven't watched it. And I mean, I've heard good things, but it, I watched the uh, reality series, and that that oh, was, there is a reality series. Oh, I get that mixed up with the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The uh, it was on Showtime or Movie Channel or something, and uh. That I, from what I remember, it, it was entertaining, uh, but uh, I, I've not watched uh, Van Johnson yet. I'll try to get to it, but you know, and it'll be on Amazon forever, <laughs> so it's hard to get to it. If it was, <laughs> if they had like a time frame that would go away, maybe I'd watch it a little faster. And you know, and he was in like a commercial was for like Doritos, where he's doing a split on like two cars. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, so like I guess. Classic. He he's can, doing great. He's doing great. Van Damme yeah, too. I mean, he's sort of almost parody, parodying himself, I guess, to a certain degree with that. Well, I mean, it, you know, it, it's one of those things like uh, it, it's kind of coming around full circle now that, you know, guys my age that grew up with those movies, they have kids of their own now, so... And it's it's just kind of like, you know, it, it, it's like a cycle, you know, just like, you know, how bands will come back every 20 years or so. And, you know, it might not 
you know, the songs might not be as good, but, you know, the classics are still there. And um, I think Van Damme's kids, his own kids, are in some of his more recent movies. Yeah, that's that's appealing, too. I mean, you know, it's a family effort. You know, it's, um, you know, th- th- there's a lot to be said for that. I know, like, you know, people will, would be quick to, you know, deride him for the nepotism or whatever. But if that's what gets him in front of a camera, giving, like, his son a, a, a role as a henchman or something, then do it, <laughs> I say. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I have no. Yeah, I've, I certainly have no problem with that. Um, yeah. And in fact, I think it's good because it's carrying on the tradition, you know, as as it should be. Um, well, that seems like a good place to end it, unless anyone oh, yeah. wants to say anything else. I guess not. <laughs> no, right, I well, mean, yeah. Go ahead. If there's like a '90s action Mount Rushmore. I would definitely say, you know, Van oh. Damme's on it. Would Seagal be on it? <laughs> He would he would be on it, but he, he now with his personal life, he'd probably have to be facing the other way or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> or not much more. If we're judging solely by the work, then yes, he would be on it. But <laughs> other things, maybe not so much. I mean, the boulder might be a little bit bigger than the others. Um. <laughs> because we're doing a Seagal episode, kind of ranked episode with uh, Matt, the director video concert next week. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So that should be fun. Yeah, we're. I'm thinking of the sick old jokes now, you know. Kind of, you know <laughs> no, don't don't overthink I it. You know. I won't say any of them, but you'll get get ready for a lot of food jokes for some. <sighs> oh, the poor guy. You know. Well, we we mean it. We're you know, it's not mean. But, um, <laughs> not really. But um, um, well, I mean, it it, it gets to me with Seagal, I mean. When they just blatantly just hide it, where you just see his elbows and his neck <laughs> and somebody else's body, and then you see like somebody doing patty cake, and then the guy's on the floor, and then he's all stuck halfway across the room. It's like, all right, dude, you got to do something. <laughs> I think he just sits down too. I think there's a movie where he just sits while he fights people. It is. <laughs> Was a perfect weapon. Where he oh. was the dictator and he's he sits at a desk or he's on a yes. monitor. He's like the big brother of the future. And I'm like, God, you thought this future was bad. Wait, he's <laughs> <laughs> talk about a dystopian future. Seagal uh, is the dictator. <laughs> that, yeah. That's a movie that's it's a lot like Hitman. Right? Yes, very similar. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and I, if, are there two uh, Seagals? Yes, yeah, so yeah, he pulls a Van Damme at the end, and he actually kills himself, and it's like, yeah. what? Okay. I know. It made kind of no sense, and the movie uh, started rolling the credits. So it's like... um, but, uh... Well, yeah. we can let you go. Um, we, 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 I guess we can do the plugs. One of the plugs. Yeah, so where can people find you? Uh, I'm Mitch Lovell, and um, my my website is The Video Vacuum. You can go to Video Vacuum dot blogspot.com um i'm also on twitter at video vacuum and um anybody interested in what else i have to say about action movies i have uh some uh books online uh, that you could find at uh, amazon.com just search for my name uh mitch lovell for author and you'll find all the books there one of them i did was uh 
the uh, expendable guy, the unexpendable guide to action movie heroes, where I do a chapter on every uh, buddy that was in an expendable movie, and there, of oh. course, there's a whole chapter on Van Damme. Perfect. That sounds great. I'll have to check that so out. Anybody that enjoyed the discussion, they can check that out. Um, that sounds good to me. And um, as far as us, uh, you can go to comeuppanceviews.net. And, um, Ty, come up on Twitter. Yeah, do all the social media ones because right, I can't yeah, remember Ty all come those. Come up on Twitter. Ty Action Rocks on Instagram because now that's basically where I live. So mm. and uh, the the site itself comeuppanceviews.net and we're on Facebook we're on all the social medias I guess <laughs> so if people look up come up interviews on Facebook they'll find us yes and also there's a uh, email address just for the podcast so everyone you know feel free to leave a comment on any movie on our site we always respond but if you want to yes, have a podcast related uh, email you can email that to crpodcast at yahoo.com great well thanks again well, mitch yeah thanks, thanks for, for having stopping by and we'll definitely have you back we'll be back on for video store memories and chuck i'm Norris. down for it awesome thanks again yeah thank thanks you. again and thanks for thanks, listening everyone thanks for listening and, and we'll be back soon yep bye all right bye how's that gumbo chance Tragedy. You